Kaya FM podcast. Saturdays with Jenny on Kaya FM 95.9. So listen, that, that's Benedict Marker and motoring journalist. And um, we're going to be talking about a very big car, actually. But a little bit of background, because Benedict and I have known each other. When I first met him, he was slimmer. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was very beautiful. I mean, you were beautiful, honestly. Um, I, I still am, Jen. I have, like a good red wine, I have matured with age. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're beautiful in your heart and um, <laughs> but but we worked together well and uh, and and we just had fun together and we were just talking about a guy in the advertising world called Sylvester Chauke yep. and um, and you have very fond memories of him and suddenly there was a tweet uh, from him which obviously I managed to pick up yeah. and he was saying he was going to be listening so hello Sylvester this is you know we're both blowing you well I'm blowing you a couple of kisses anyway <laughs> so let's Let's talk about uh, about our idea about this show. Yeah. So, Jen, what I'm hoping for, and I think uh, I, I, we, we kind of touched on this briefly, I, I think it, 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 it's going to be fun. It has to be fun. We're not going to do performance testing 0 to 103.67 seconds and a top speed of 343.85 uh, kilometers an hour. But I really hope that, um, that Abam Kaya will share with us their views and their thoughts on the specific categories of cars that we speak about. We're going to be talking about the Land Rover, the new Land Rover Defender. It is a phenomenal piece of machinery, but let's talk about the broader SUV category. Which ones do you like? Which ones do you not like and why? And what are you driving and what do you what are you kind of lusting after from a from a car point of view and let's just make it engaging and fun yeah i mean i th- i think one of the the, the sections that uh, that i'm noticing at the moment are these crossovers yeah and i like a bit of height yeah um i don't want to be you know i don't want to be low on the ground i want a bit of height and i like the feel of strong big thick wheels yeah um in on on our roads because because they're Dangerous. Yeah, look, I think I think that's certainly been a, a, a key factor in uh, in some parts of the world uh, in in as far as the explosion of the SUV crossovers, four by fours. I mean, it's kind of they're kind of segments within segments, right? Uh, you know, in the old days, you had you know Land Rovers and Toyotas and and you know Mercedes Benz G classes and uh, and you know and, and Land Cruisers and things like that and Jeeps. But today, everyone's making a crossover. Everyone's kind of making an SUV and and the, you know I have a love hate relationship with SUVs. Um, I, I'm I'm actually not a fan, but I've I'm on my third one at the moment as well because they're extremely practical. And I think in the modern world where you want your car to be so many things. But they they actually help you to do that. You know, you can do the school run. You can, um, you know, run them day to day to work and back. On the weekend, you know, it's it's coming cold now. So I need to start getting some fire logs for, for the house. So you begin to open up the hatch and and pop a couple of bags of of, of, uh, of of fire logs. When you go away for the weekend, I like to use a good old roof box uh, on my SUV to really sort of pack things in and and be able to go, you know, to the likes of Kruger, which I was on uh, uh, over the weekend, um, to go, you know, to Cape Town. I do long distance trip with my family and, and it just allows you the freedom to do that. And I think um, the world has moved on to expecting a lot more versatility in terms of your daily transport, because you can't afford, more, many of us can't afford to have multiple cars, right? So, so the, the, your cars are almost becoming like Swiss Army knives, where it has to have uh, multiple.
multiple functions, and I think uh, the SUV category of cars um, probably do that uh, do that do that uh, best. Okay, well, you drove down to the Kruger Park. I mean, you were dying to go there anyway, so you just <laughs> borrowed a vehicle and packed the family in, up, I'm sure, yeah. and uh, and went down. So so you were able to drive at high speed, well, 120 anyway. Yeah, look, I mean, lots of roadworks along the way, which is actually quite fascinating. There's a lot of uh, kind of development happen, happening, roads being widened, uh, roads being widened, fixed, bridges, new bridges being built, etc. So um, I think outside of, outside of the city, environment there's a lot more development that goes on that we don't actually see and at the end it was actually quite a, as much as it was annoying to go down to 60 k's an hour but it, i was quite encouraged at, at the fact that in spite of the tough economy inside of uh, you know the, the, what covid has brought on there is quite a bit of development and it kind of gives you hope for for what's coming in the future kruger itself was quite interesting and i think it it, it also has been ravaged by covid you know the lodges are struggling um they don't have full complements of uh, of staff so it means that you know you're not going to get necessarily the food that you always want um etc but the guys are the guys are really trying and 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 i'm, I'm I would certainly encourage people who are able to do so to, you know, you might not be able to go all the way to Kruger, but, you know, Michalisburg, uh, uh, Bielandsburg, etc., just to, to kind of support the local uh, the local BNBs, yeah, but they're fantastic deals. They're fantastic deals, and and why it's important. What I believe it's important uh, as well, Jenny, because if that if we allow that industry to shut, we are killing tourism, and we know that tourism is one of the biggest um, uh, economic drivers uh, in places like our country. Yeah, not only that, but of course it it helps to keep the animals alive. I mean, I hate to say it because I don't think animals that have been there since time began uh, have to work to to be alive. I saw my first wild dog. Oh, did you? On its own? And uh, there was a small family. Okay. They were hiding behind the bush. So it was, for that alone, it was worth it. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, but they weren't running. I mean, (laughs) wild dogs running, you've got to be scared. (laughs) You've got to be really, really scared. So listen, I mean, you, you, as you've done over the years, I mean, I think the best one, you arrived outside my house in a Bentley. Was it a Bentley or a Rolls Royce? It could have been. I think it was a Rolls Royce. I think it was a Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce Phantom. I just know I had difficulty getting into it because I've got short legs. (laughs) So, so, so I had to yank myself up. I had the same problem with your Land Rover. A defender, but it's lovely to to be able to get into the vehicle that you you're actually driving. I mean, I thought that Land Rover. I, there were bits of it that I absolutely loved. I thought were absolutely fantastic, and other bits I was quite astonished actually. Yeah, look, I didn't like the new Defender when it was launched um, and I didn't like it for and I'm probably going to get into trouble with Land Rover for this I didn't like it for philosophical reasons you know I'm kind of one of those uh, you know those old uh, old fogies who love the old Defender the big steel thing that can kind of carry you through to the end of the world and back um, but the reality is there is no space for that vehicle in that current form and Land Rover had to evolve uh, the Defender brand and I think they have done that superbly uh, in the same Way as what Mini, uh, what BMW did with Mini, and I think what Porsche continues to do with the 911. I mean, every couple of years it reinvents itself, but but the philosophy and the underpinnings of of what it is is still a proper, is still a proper Land Rover. It is it is huge. It is extremely capable. I think it's stunning. 
I think it's a beautiful car to look at. Styling-wise, I think they've done a phenomenal job. Driving on the road with family on board, very easy. It's got a small little um, uh, diesel engine, but it, it does the job quite well. You're able to accelerate. You're able to kind of overtake when you need to. If you wanted to or needed to, you can get well beyond uh, the national speed limit, which we, we don't encourage. But there's certainly no no lack of power as a result of the small engine. Tech-filled inside, I mean, I think there were like 10... Uh, charging points for. I'm not sure what else. How many people can you get into a Land Rover Defender at, you, at any one time? Ten points. You counted ten points. Yeah. So you can. Each person can charge a phone and an iPad at the same time, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Which is phenomenal. I mean, my kids love that, right? Um, and I think if you've got kids, modern 21st century kids who spend hours on their on their devices, that that that's certainly uh, that's certainly something that they will enjoy. But but the ease of which with which you can go off-road is uh, is extraordinary right uh, it's got it's made going off-road pretty much um, idiot proof you just push a couple of buttons and it will figure out whether you're driving in mud or on rocks or uh, in the snow or in sand it will figure out how much sort of throttle you need how much you know how much acceleration you need how slow the car needs to be to be going in order to to do so safely because it is about it, it, it is about safety a couple of things that I'm that annoyed me well hang on a sec because they probably annoyed me as well although I didn't get to drive it yep. and I don't want to by the way <laughs> It's too big, but um, but we'll come we'll come to that after this. And just remember that the lines are open, and uh, we'd love you to give us a call. Oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. I mean, if you're a landy driver, I mean, it is. I think it's kind of it's bred in the bones somehow. You just don't mm. want any. You don't want a Toyota, do you? But although people who with Toyotas rave about them, so anyway, give us a call. Oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. And if you are looking for a crossover, I mean, I think they're. There's some great little crossover. That's definitely what I would be interested in. So, there we go. Saturdays with Jenny on Kaya FM 95.9. Well, we're on the move with Benedict Macher and we are talking about a very big vehicle. The colour, I love the colour. It's not a colour. It's kind of bluey, but it's it's grey. It's kind of something or other, but it's gorgeous. It really it is. is. It it's is. lovely and it smells nice and the seats are gorgeous and cream leather. Well, you just wait until the kids get onto that uh, front seat. So, so, so the leather, not the leather is our... I think I've used up my quote of English for for the week. Uh, the, the leather, <laughs> the leather, the leather portion of the seat is not a problem. There's a, a sort of a cloth edge on the seat which which stains, um, and and I'm not sure that works, especially for a vehicle that you know you are going to be taking out into the bush. At least that's that's the intention, right? And so that was one of the one of the things that that annoyed me. I didn't think that 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 cloth material worked very well for for this kind of vehicle. I either do full leather. Leather's easy to clean. Um, you know, you get some cloth and even maybe not water, but but it's a lot easier to maintain than a, than a cloth uh, than a cloth interior. That was the the one thing that annoyed me. Um, the second thing that my, my friends think I'm an idiot. So underneath the carpet, there's it's kind of a it's it's kind of covered in plastic as opposed to you know uh, sort of a, a normal. What are you carpet. saying? It, 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 there's a plastic um, underneath under, the carpet. Yeah. Who and, cares? And, and, and it, well, that's exactly what they were saying. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how anal can you get? 
Well, it just it just doesn't. Yeah, it you just, don't see it. That's what that is exactly what one of my mates said, and I said, but and and it makes practical sense. Sylvester, right? so, so you've been this is, to, this is rubbish. So you've been to the bush, right? You take the carpets out and you sort of vacuum them and whatever, and and it's a lot easier to clean kind of where there's been mud and whatever because of the of the plaque. I just didn't feel it. And yes, maybe I'm I'm being anal, and that's and and, and that's okay. But the biggest challenge I had with uh, with the defender was the was the boot. I don't think that the way the boot opens works. I think it should open like a hatch, like a hatchback upwards, skywards, because that allows you to have easier access into the back, especially where most of the people who drive these things are going to be, which is in shopping malls, right? Um, and if you if you reverse against the wall or there's another car behind you, it's going to make it's going to make access uh, a little a little challenging. That's the first thing. The second thing, I think the space could be bigger in the boot, and and the third thing that really drove me bananas in the boots was the tonneau cover sort of the cover that you use to you know to make sure no prying eyes are looking at your things it's kind of made of a very funky kind of cloth but the way it works it just doesn't work you kind of you've, you're hinged on either side mm-hmm. and you can't fold it back too low and then sort of you know read it back yeah, forward it's, very, it's, it's, it's very it's very clumsy it, it, it doesn't yeah. make sense I, I suspect there might be maybe um, another option that's available when you you know there are options that you tick when you buy these cars um, right uh, that you might be able to get an alternative, but, but for me, for, for me, that, that that didn't work. And then the other thing which caused my friends to call me an idiot is if you look at the the warning triangle, right? If you look at the warning triangle, it's branded Jaguar, right? Now I know the company is Jaguar Land Rover, it's part of the same family, but. Hell, if I'm driving a Land Rover, I don't want a blimming Jaguar logo, uh, Jaguar logo on my warning triangle, which I will use only. Sylvester, every, are you every, listening to every him? Six and a half years. Are you listening to this? <laughs> when I'm changing uh, tires on the, on the side of the road or something, something daft like that. So. I, I, they're, they're not game changers, right? They're not things that are going to stop me buying a vehicle. I just, you know, with, with each car, there's some things that will annoy you. And those are the ones that, that I find annoying on a really superb car. Competitors, you talked about Toyota. Around about the million brand mark, you'll find a VW Touareg, which is much more road focused uh, mm-hmm. and much more car-like uh, in, 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 in the way it, it drives and performs. Superb car, great practicality, um, great, it's more luxury like, you know, like you would expect in that class of car. Then there's the, the Toyota Prado, right? Now the Toyota Prado, I think, is the one that you can buy with your eyes closed. You know what you're getting. There's not a great, again, Toyota probably going to be upset with me. There's not a great deal of excitement around buying the new product you buy it because you know it's capable you know it'll take it's the one that the united nations uses to you know to cross across you know to drive across asia and and and, and our continent etc etc it's got that bulletproof reliability something that land rover i think still needs to earn because it may just be a perception but the perception is that the 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 they're not as uh, they don't have a, as great a reliability as the Toyotas wasn't it a land rover though that got caught in the in an incoming tide crossing trying to cross the Tugela river and somehow rather misjudge things 
I think it was an idiot driver. That, that, that but was, remember, I mean, yeah. the, the Land Rover got 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 swallowed up by the water, yeah, yeah. and and the man is still crying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, again, the car will get you so far, but hopefully, the, the your brains will get you uh, a little further. Of, yeah, the rest. Well, of listen, the I think it's a, I think it's huge, and uh, and whatever, and I'm I want to go sort of neat, but uh, but it's great. Rear view mirror. Final words, though. Rear view mirror. Th- this is it's a brilliant rear view mirror because you can't see, <laughs> you can't see the back. You cannot see beyond the headrests yeah. and and the wheel. Yeah, look, when you've got your, the big wheel uh, <laughs> behind it, it, it kind of limits your it limits your visibility. So what they've done is very clever: is put a, a camera on the you know on on the roof of the vehicle. Yeah, it's very at, cool. At a flick of a switch on the actual rearview mirror, it projects an image of what's behind you onto the rearview mirror. Very clever. Yeah, and 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 I mean, I think all of that stuff, I think, is just so crisp and so. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, but but do. Something about the boot. I mean, okay. you know, especially especially if you're doing the shopping and stuff like that. Benedict, that's it. I mean, that's all we've got time for. So we are looking again. We're going to do two in one month because I forgot that this was the beginning of the month. And so we'll look forward to the last Saturday in May. Fantastic. Thanks, Jen. Thank you very much indeed. Benedict Marcher. And do remember the studio number because we do want to talk to you. And Benedict's got enough knowledge. And if he hasn't, we have to take care of that to to take you through all sorts of vehicles if you've got queries and things like that. Saturdays with Jenny. Every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM podcast. Go to kayafm.co.za for more.